Good morning to you. I hope you're well. We're continuing in our little study of the Apostles' Creed, and today we come to an absolute highlight in the Apostles' Creed, of course, where we state that we believe that on the third day he rose again from the dead. One of the most powerful questions that we find in the Bible, in all of human history indeed, is the one that the angel asks the women at the tomb in Luke 24, where uh, the angel says, why are you looking for the living amongst the dead? And then he goes on to say, he is not here, he is risen from the dead. This is something the Apostle Paul emphasised again and again, and he tells us in 1 Corinthians 15 that it was of first importance that he passed on and that we believe that Jesus died for the forgiveness of our sins and that he rose on the third day according to the scriptures. And so this is of first importance. It's central to all that we believe and to our theology and to our hope. And it says there that he rose from the dead according to the scriptures. The scriptures testify to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we find that there are, if you like, three kind of proofs of the resurrection uh, in scripture. The first, uh, they all begin with A, the first is the absent body. That, of course, when they went to the tomb, they found the stone was rolled away. The guards had dispersed. The linen was still there, but the body was not no one produced the body at any time. Subsequently, uh, the linen was left, but he was absent from the tomb. The second proof we have is his appearance, his resurrection appearances over that period of 40 days uh, before he ascended. And it tells us uh, that in, Luke, in Acts chapter one, it tells us that Jesus appeared on many occasions to many different people, including to 500 people at one time. Uh, there are 10 specific incidents recorded. There were others covered, six of them in great detail. Jesus eating with, being touched by, talking with, spending time with people. Uh, people who were normal people, people who were honest people, people who were truthful people testified to his appearance. And then thirdly, there is the absolute confidence and joy that we find amongst the disciples and others as a result of their encounter with the risen Lord Jesus. So there is the absent body, the appearances of the Lord, and then the absolute confidence that the disciples had. These people, as I say, were people who were absolutely insistent in the New Testament writings that they wrote on the on the need for us to be truthful, to be full of integrity, to be honest. These were people who pinned their teaching on the fact of truthfulness, and they testified confidently to the truthfulness of Jesus' resurrection. And we have every reason to believe their testimony. And of course, these people were transformed into uh, world conquerors, world changers, because they had witnessed the resurrection. We see them um, going from being fearful, being um, intimidated, to being absolutely fearless, full of joy, irrepressible people who went to change the world with mission, with the gospel, with the message of the risen Lord Jesus Christ. We find, for example, that the Apostle Peter testifies to this again and again, doesn't he? Before the crowds, for example, on the day of Pentecost, 
in Acts chapter two, he says God raised him up, loosing him from the pangs of death because it's not possible for death to hold on to him. And he goes on to say in his other sermons, for example, in Acts chapter 10, he says they put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and made him to appear to many people. And he commanded us to preach this gospel to all peoples. That's why I'm standing preaching today. And the Apostle Paul, of course, testifies and speaks about the resurrection. And he says that God raised him up so that his body would not see corruption. And therefore, let it be known that forgiveness of sins is declared and proclaimed to you. Now, there are three consequences I'd like to just mention from the resurrection, which can help us today and encourage us on our journey today. The first is that because of the resurrection, we know that we are justified because of the resurrection, because Jesus did not remain dead. Christians do not remain in their sins. Get that? Okay. It's so important we understand it's not dependent on our feelings. It's not whether you're having a good day or bad day that means that you're justified or not. No, as far as God's concerned, you are forgiven. And the proof of that is that he was raised up for our justification. As it says in um, Romans chapter four, Paul says he was raised for our justification. God's final approval of what Jesus did on the cross was that he raised him from the dead as a stamp of approval that what Jesus did was fully effective for all time to deal with our sins. So we are justified through the as a result of the resurrection following his death. Secondly, we are glorified. We know that we will be glorified. We will be transformed. We will become uh, new uh, in body uh, and we will be, go and become what like Jesus was after his resurrection. We're confident that we too will be transformed. For Paul says that as in Adam all die, so also in Christ all shall be made alive. We know that we will be made alive forever because of his resurrection. So we're justified, we're glorified. And finally, I'd like to say that because of the resurrection, we can be energised in this life here and now, today, as you go out to work, as you face challenges, as you face uh, challenges uh, of life, we are energised by the resurrection. As Paul prays in uh, Ephesians chapter two, he prays that we might know God's glorious power, his incomparably great power that is for us, which is like that power that that power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at God's right hand. That power is available to us. That's what we find in the New Testament happened to the disciples. They were empowered mightily as a result of the resurrection we too now have that resurrection power within us we have been raised with Christ we have been seated with him in heavenly places we have his power working within us and therefore we can be confident and joyful whatever we face just like to mention a couple of practical applications for you and I get this from Terry Virgo. I was there last week at a, a couple of days away with a few of us and Terry was with us speaking 
uh, and it was wonderful to be with him. And he, he mentioned a couple of things. He said, first of all, don't be cynical. It's so easy in our society. You watch Have I Got News For You? And, you know, Paul Merton's very funny and so on. But actually, it's all cynicism. There's lots of cynicism around, isn't there? And we mustn't imbibe that spirit. Cynicism kills faith. And so we need to resist that. Uh, and uh, it's OK to have a sense of humour, but be careful not to be friends with cynics because cynicism kills faith. Resurrection builds faith, whereas cynicism kills faith. And then the second thing I would say, and this is again, Terry said, I thought this was really helpful. He mentioned that Paul says, you know, I'm perplexed, but I'm not despairing. He says, you know, I'm knocked down, but I'm not destroyed. I'm not crushed. Uh, and uh, we can we can be careful. Yeah, it's OK to be perplexed, but there's a small step from being perplexed to being in despair. And so we need to stop short of allowing our confusion about things. There's difficult things, there's complicated things, there's disappointing things, there's discouraging things that happen. But whilst we are perplexed, we don't have to be despairing because Jesus rose from the dead. And so we have confidence in him. We can be a believing people. We can be a confident people. We can have a spring in our step even in the pain and the confusion, we don't have to despair ultimately because he rose from the dead. He is alive. He is seated on the throne. He is with you today. His energy is at work in you and you are raised up with him. And so you can know his power at work in you today. And so let us pray together. Lord, we thank you for the resurrection of Jesus. We believe you, Lord. We believe that you're alive. We thank you that you're seated on the throne, that you're in charge, that you have given us power and energy because of that. And I pray right now that you would energize us and give us all that we need for today. Help us to believe, help us to press through, help us not to give up, help us to take steps of faith because we know that you're with us and that you're alive and you can do all things. We thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen.